You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Really excited. I'm heading into the city later on this afternoon. As soon as I get off the show, I'll be in the village. Uh, I'll be about a block off from the parade cheering everybody on. Yay! Uh, I'm sure drinking a ton of, uh, I don't know, Aperol Spritz. That has been my summer drink. Um, So there's that. Tom and Joe are producing the show. Gentlemen, happy Pride. How are you? I'm good this morning, Anita. How are you? You sound very excited this morning. I am. I I asked you guys, I asked you guys, am I talking really fast today? I feel like, I feel like I'm talking very, very, very fast. And I don't, I don't know. I didn't do anything last night. I stayed home. I'm watching. There's a new series out, How to Catch a Killer. I, I watched like the first two episodes of that last night. I've just, it's been like a, like I've just been taking, been taking the weekend like kind of slow, relaxing, went to the dog park last night. Just maybe, maybe it's just, I'm, I'm all like, I'm ready. Like it's, it's pride. I can't wait to go to the city. I'm going to be celebrating with a bunch of friends, uh, celebrating love and life and excitement. I don't know. Maybe I just, it's all bottled up and it's like, it's like, it's ready to. Well, it could be that, but let me also ask you another question. How many cups of Mm -hmm. coffee have you had this morning? I didn't even, I didn't even, you know me, I order my Uber Eats, shout out to Uber Eats, love you guys, thank you so much, and thank you for walking up two flights of stairs to deliver it to my door, uh, instead of downstairs in the vestibule, appreciate it folks, Um, I order my Uber Eats every morning with my Starbucks coffee, and I I typically, what I do is I have like a half of it, I I, I drink like a half of it, and I put it in the refrigerator for a a little bit later on in the afternoon when I'm, when I, when I sink down and I'll have a few more cups, uh, a few more sips and then I go back up. I know it's kind of crazy, right? Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm in sixth gear today and it's only 9.07 AM. That, that makes uh, at least one of us. You got, come on. You guys sound fine. I mean, I feel fine. I just don't drink coffee. So I mean... You've never had coffee. I've had in your coffee. entire life. You've no, never no, had coffee. I've had coffee. I do not like the taste of coffee, so therefore I don't drink coffee. I don't want to become addicted to that stuff. Okay. Well, if you don't like the taste, then yeah, then then don't drink it. Um, I feel that we've got a good show lined up for you, uh, but I feel like I say that each and every year. Um, or each and every show, I should say. Uh, Max Goodman is going to join us. He covers the Yankees for NJ.com. He's going to be joining us in about, oh, 22 minutes to be exact. Uh, Yankees, they won. How about that? Folks who called in yesterday, again, breaking news yesterday on the show. Tom, you weren't producing. Joe was. Uh, it was uh, kind of a, a wild carpet ride yesterday. We started the show, and you know how it goes. You know, you, we, we have a show. We've got it lined up. We've got guest books. We've got topics that we're going to hit on. And then all of a sudden, boom, news breaks. Uh, Aaron Judge, he's got a torn, not a sprain, but a torn ligament in his toe. Not sure if he's going to return or play again uh, this Major League Baseball season. Pew. So, of course, all hell breaks loose, um, and phone lines light up. And it's all about the Yankees, and it's all about Aaron Judge, and it's all about Fire Cashman and Fire Boone. And, uh, and phone lines are open again, 800-919-3776. I'm sure we'll take them all. So yesterday was somewhat of a wild carpet ride once that news broke, that's for sure. Uh, but the Yankees did win yesterday against the Rangers, 1-0. Uh, Clay Holmes, solid in the eighth, stranded two. So uh, there you go, bullpen delivering yet again. McKinney had his... Uh, his uh, another home run, his fourth home run in two weeks. At least he's hitting the ball. 
Uh, here's what the negative is. Uh, again, Yankees won 1-0, but they only had four hits in the game. This really has been the storyline, four hits. They're batting 191 in June, 61 runs in 19 games. So no bueno, as I like to say. 11-16 and 16 with no judge in the lineup. Severino, uh, even though he's sporting a 9-16 ERA, his last four starts performed quite well. So uh, only gave up five hits in six innings. So there's that. So, you know, it's kind of, um, kind of a double-edged sword here. Is it not, right? Yankees win, but, and at the end of the day, a win is a win and is, is a win. And I know we, we took a lot of calls and, and Joe came up with a, a great, um, and we posted it, which by the way, Joe, if you can, do me a favor in the break, will you go back and look at what, that, what the poll uh, when we come back, I want to share that poll. So uh, Jake, who oversees our uh, our social media content at 98.7 ESPN, um, put up a poll that Joe came up with yesterday on the show, and that is Yankee fans, as we get closer to the trade deadline, uh, what do you want to see the Yankees and Cashman do? You want to see them be aggressive and still try to continue uh, to win this season, specifically make some noise as trying to get in as a wild card in the American League East and the American League as a whole, period. Or would you like just to see this team uh, just tank? Maybe tank's not the right word. Um, what, 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 what did we say? Not tank, but um, uh, what, what word? What did we use? What did, I'm, I'm trying to... Joe, are you there? Not, not push, but um, it'll come to me. Anyway, uh, we, will, we will share that. Uh, that that tweet and that poll with you when we get back 800-919-3776 so Max Goodman is going to join us we'll get an update in regard to what's going on with the Yankees also I booked a doctor for the show uh, no I don't play one on TV either so I thought it'd be good that we book one for the show Dr. Robert Friedman uh, who is an expert uh, and, and I want to uh, let me just call up because he texted me exactly what his title was um and so I want to share with you. Here we go. Dr. Robert Friedman, um, podiatric, no, 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 um, surgeon, podiatric, why, why am I having a hard time? Maybe I need more coffee, dude. Surgeon at the Department of Orthopedic Surgery, uh, Columbia University Medical Center. Um, so he's going to be joining us, expert in toes. And, uh, and, and I want to say also he worked with the, uh, with the marathon, the New York marathon. So not only just an expert in feet and toes, but also somebody who, uh, who definitely handles more sports, uh, injury related issues. He's going to come on and just kind of explain to us exactly the extent of this Aaron judge injury and, uh, and what that all means. So I'm excited to get Dr. Friedman on the show with us. He's going to be joining us at 10 o'clock. Uh, Moke Hamilton. Uh, let's talk some NBA. Didn't have a chance to talk about NBA yesterday because of the news. So Wimby going first overall to the Spurs. What does that mean? Also, more importantly, what is this summer going to bring us in regard to NBA free agency? I'm so excited to get Moke Hamilton on the show. And of course, we'll have a click or don't click where Tom and Joe will lead the way. I'm Anita Marks, 800-919-3776. Uh, we'll get to your calls next. We'll have that poll for you when we get back. And... Um, and also, you know, I, I feel like with all this Yankees news, uh, we're kind of leaving out the Mets. They won as well. They beat the Phillies yesterday 4-2. So we'll talk some NBA, uh, in, in Major League Baseball. First hour will be all about baseball here on 98.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. 
Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, We put up a poll on our 98.7 ESPN Twitter site. Should the... Should the um, should the Yankees be buyers or sellers? That was the word I was looking for. I know, so easy. I, I know what's going on with me today. Uh, buyers or sellers as we get closer to the trade deadline with the fact that, well, it's not a fact, just the unknown certainty whether or not Aaron Judge is going to be able to return this season. And so that poll was posted. Um, voters had six hours to respond. And Joe, what's the result? It's a landslide in terms of sell. 217 votes, 80.2% say sell, 19.8% of Yankee fans that voted on the poll say buy. So there you have it. Wow, 82% say sell. And I guess the next question mark is, who is there to sell? (laughs) Who is there to sell? I heard Miguel Um, Andujar and Clint Frazier are good uh, sell pieces. Look at you chiming in, Thomas. Um, so again, Max Goodman is, is going to be joining us, uh, coming your way in, in just about 10 minutes. Uh, we'll, we'll get some, some thoughts from him, uh, again, and, and, and very positive here, right? That, uh, the, the Yankees did beat the Rangers yesterday, but thanks to, to, to Clay Holmes as, as well as, uh, McKinney hitting his fourth home run in two weeks, Severino, obviously stepping up. He has not had uh, a great month that's for sure his last four straight outings prior to yesterday sporting a uh, an era just a little over nine but uh got the deal done yesterday five hits six innings here's the thing guys do you, you wonder this now that and and okay a few things um i live above a gentleman who has a uh, italian restaurant beneath me his name is frank i adore him uh, and he's really big into baseball. And so yesterday I was, I, I went, I got my, I, I needed a, I got my eyes checked yesterday. So I was on my way to my eye appointment after the show. And, uh, and he's like, Anita, we got it. We got to talk about the Yankees. <laughs> I said, okay, all right. I'm running late for my appointment, but yeah, anything for you, Frank, let's talk about it. And his take was enough with paying these veteran guys a ton of money who aren't scrappy. You know, pretty much in in a nutshell, his take is we're paying all this money for Stanton and Donaldson and uh, and DJ and these guys who've been in the leagues and who've been in the bigs for quite a while. Uh, They've made their money and they're just they're not they're not gritty. They're not scrappy. They're not playing hard. Um, You know, they're they're making a fat paycheck and they're toeing the line. He's like, 
got to we just got to blow it up and rebuild this team. This this philosophy, this game plan that Cashman is it's not working. And and he was very adamant and, and very spicy about it. And then of course he was talking about the Reds, right? Dela Cruz coming up, hit for the cycle just a few days ago. Um and 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 you know, you look at the Reds roster and what they're getting paid as a whole compared to what the Yankees are paying, you know, a lot of these very savvy, well-known veterans and, um, and the Reds are, are playing scrappy baseball, right? I mean, each and every morning. And, and again, like, I'm not saying that the Yankees don't want to win, but there, there's obviously um, a vibe and a mentality in that clubhouse that doesn't suffice. Because, and another thing, if, if you recall, and, and I don't know, uh, Tom and Joe, if you could call up this, this, this quote from Boone, and he talked to the media yesterday, and he's like, listen, we've got the talent in the clubhouse. They're just not delivering. If you guys let me know if, if you got it, if you, if you can, play that, play that for me right now. He's out right now, so, I mean, just trying to obviously get him well and and back as soon as possible but no whether whether we had a defined you know day where he'd be back in the reality is we're we're without him right now and we've got to find a way to to get it done and again we have the people in there to get it done we just gotta we gotta do a better job right now of you know putting pressure on on the opposing pitchers and defense so pretty much boone you know alluded to it we've got the talent they're just not delivering Right? Stanton? God, Stanton has just been god-awful. 5 for 52. His batting average is .096. Could you imagine? And the amount of money that that dude's making? DJ's been struggling. Donaldson? Uh, man. Uh, and Rizzo is hit or miss. So, uh, you know, maybe my, my guy Frank, who owns the Italian restaurant beneath me, maybe he's onto something. And here's another thing. You know, do you guys feel, or you guys get the sense that, like, this is a team that's, like, been sitting back and waiting for Judge to come back, like, just putting too much into that basket? Ah, uh, you know, Judge Judge comes back, we'll be all right. In our pitching rotation, in our pitching, our pinch, our, our pitching rotation is only going to have to get healthier, right? These guys are getting healthier. So, do you, do you, do you think that there's a possibility that, I'm trying to think, and, and I know I'm having a hard time finding words this morning. I apologize for that. Um, like, just toe in the line. Just um, no sense of urgency uh, in regard to, ha- you know, feeling feeling the pressure of really having to deliver in winning, even though Judge isn't there. Knowing that, you know, and, and st- listen, I'll go one step further. Steinbrenner was on with the Michael K show earlier this week, right? Ooh, and he said, he said, I, I don't, I don't understand why Yankee fans are got their panties in a butt. I, obviously, those weren't his exact words. I'm paraphrasing. But, um, you know, I don't understand why Yankee fans have their panties in a bunch. I don't like it. Season's early. We're not healthy. Guys that we had that we brought onto this team, you know, they're, they, you know, they haven't even been able to c- contribute yet. You know, we haven't even reached uh, the all-star break. We haven't even reached the uh, the trade deadline. Why are Yankee fans all up in arms? If the season was to end today, the Yankees would, would be in the playoffs. They would be in as a wild card. Why are Yankee fans all upset? So I, I just, a, a culmination of that, 
Boone saying we've got the talent in our clubhouse. They're just not delivering. Well, why aren't they? Why are they so... Uh, and again, I'm I'm trying to find the the, the exact uh, the the exact word. Like, um, Joe, you're not you're not buying this though. I'm not buying that they're just waiting around, waiting for the captain, the fearless leader, to come back. What I am buying into though is I think they are feeling the pressure because that's why they're not performing. They're they're waiting for news on Judge to come come out. They're they're I think now that there really isn't a timetable or there, there isn't a committed timetable to judge's return. And that has some implications back to 2018 when he was recovering from an injury and the Yankees put out that it was going to be three weeks of recovery time and it ended up being seven. And every, all, all the Yankee fans back then were getting on judge for being too soft and, you know, being lackadaisical with his recovery period. So I, I understand why judge doesn't want to commit to a, a timetable, but at the same time, as a fan, that usually breeds the worst when someone says, ah, you know, I can't really commit to anything right now. But as for the team, I think they are feeling the pressure. They're, they're reading the press clippings of they're not really that good without Judge. They need him to perform. You need guys like Stanton and Rizzo and, and LeMayhew to play like the back of their baseball card. But at the same time... Other than Cole, they really don't have the stopper in the rotation to say to take the ball and say, okay, we're, we're winning today. And I think that will come with Rodon coming back and, and Nestor coming back as well. But the question is, who is going to be that guy in the clubhouse to play pissed off every day and say, we're, we're winning? Play pissed off, but play relaxed and, and be able to show results. 800-919-3776. What say you, Yankee fans? What do you, what do you, what do you feel the, uh, the mentality is? What do you feel the vibe is right now in that clubhouse? Max Goodman, who covers the Yankees for NJ.com, is going to join us next. I'm going to ask him those questions, but I'd like to hear from you as well. 800-919-3776. Anita Marks with you on this Sunday morning here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. I mean, I don't know a level. I mean, yeah, strain, sprain, which is a tear. I mean, the reality is he's just not yet at a level where he can play. My dealings and conversations that I have regularly with Aaron is feels like he's getting better every day, able to do a little bit more each and every day, but not to the point where, you know, obviously he's running or doing full baseball stuff yet. So, you know, we just got to continue to wait and get him there. He's obviously as tough as they come. You know, he wants to be back out there. So we'll just keep trying to get him healed and, and treated and you know hope for the best of course Booney talking about Aaron Judge uh we're gonna have a podiatric there we got it right we got it right guys Joe thank Yay! you what, yep what would I do with that yeah um who's gonna be joining us Dr. Robert Friedman who's gonna be joining us at the top of the hour to do a deep dive into uh Aaron Judge's uh injury and just have a little bit more understanding what he's dealing with but right now Max Goodman joins us uh, he covers the Yankees for NJ.com and the Star Ledger. So, Max, debut here on 98.7 ESPN. We're thrilled to have you on. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Happy Pride, by the way. Pride in New York City. 
everybody. Uh, a, a really exciting day uh, in the city today. But with that being said, let's talk about the Yankees. Uh, first and foremost, we just heard Boone uh, mention Aaron Judge and the injury. How surprised were you when you heard that it is a torn ligament? Because prior to yesterday, we were being told that it was a sprained ligament. How surprised were you when you heard the news? Well, I was off yesterday, so I was at home, and I saw some other folks on the beat start to tweet out that that, that was what Judge said, and I was pretty surprised. You know, I, I'm excited to hear what your, your doctor guessed, your podiatrist was going to say about it, because I don't know exactly how similar a sprain and a tear are in terms of what, what that means for a ligament. Um, there are a lot of self-proclaimed doctors out there on Twitter, so... I'm not entirely sure, but it does certainly seem more severe than what the initial diagnosis in terms of what the Yankees have told us was, right? And this is three weeks now that the Yankees and Judge and and Boone and Brian Cashman and Hal Steinbrenner, no one has provided any sort of timetable in terms of when Aaron Judge is going to be able to return. And that's almost a month now of of limbo and, and waiting to hear just how severe this is. He's gotten two PRP injections in his toe. He's slowly been progressing and the swelling has been going down. But now yesterday judge said that he's still in pain when he's walking. And as much as he may be able to do some baseball activities with light throwing and maybe a little bit of hitting in the next couple of days, it, it, it seems like this is a long-term thing, Anita. And I'm not sure how long he's going to be out. Could it be weeks? Yes. Could it be months? I think that's on the table as well. And you're looking at a team that is really struggling without their best player, and they need him back as soon as possible. We just don't know when that's going to be. Don't you find it interesting that Aaron Judge broke this news? I I mean, listen, again, I I know you weren't in the clubhouse, but typically an organization uh, handles the narrative when it comes to injuries with their players. You, you, You don't, at least my experience in covering the NFL, you just don't hear that that often where a player comes out and says, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I really, it's, it's, it's a torn ligament or, or is that the norm covering the Yankees? Is that, is that not kind of, you know, off the beaten path for you guys? Right. Sometimes it's hard to get all the details out. I think that, you know, every professional sports team is going to have their agendas and, maybe not necessarily give every single detail. I think in this sense, you're cautious when it comes to giving a timeline with a player as important as Judge, because if the Yankees said, we think he's going to be out for four to six weeks, and it ended up being a lot longer than that, then fans might think that Judge isn't getting back on time, and it's his fault when maybe this is just a really significant injury in a very sensitive spot, and you look at what happened to uh, DJ LeMahieu at the end of last year, who had a, a fracture in his foot, his right foot, his back foot. And, you know, for the kids out there trying to learn how to play baseball, that's a very important part of your swing. You're squishing the bug with that foot. And Aaron Judge is quite a large human being. So I can totally understand why they don't want to give a very specific timeline. But if it's a diagnosis that they weren't being upfront with, and maybe Judge just after a while wanted to get it out there. I don't know all the details, but it's certainly a bad look if they were abstaining from giving out the full story. Then again, I don't know how similar, again, like I said earlier, a a tear is to what they reported early on. Maybe there were some details that came out over time. Maybe the 
injections and, and imaging and, and testing and treatment, they revealed something else over these last three weeks. Maybe we'll never know. But I think the, the, the most important part of this is that we still don't know when Aaron Judge is going to play again. And again, like I said, this is the narrative every single day with this team. This is not a postseason caliber club without their MVP and their leader and their captain right now. And there are a lot of question marks with a team that's, that's struggling without him. Absolutely. Uh, Max Goodman joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. So the Yankees did win yesterday, 1-0. Thank goodness Severino stepped up, even though he's uh, his ERA has not been great for this month, but gave up five hits in six innings. Clay Holmes, uh, solid in the eighth, stranded two ducks on the pond. McKinney with his fourth home run in two weeks. But at the end of the day, if you look bigger picture here, Max, this is a Yankees team. They only had four hits. They're batting as a team 191 in June, 61 runs in 19 games. Granted, they're 11 and 16 without Judge, as you said, a team that is just struggling. It's unbelievable. Uh, statistically, this team scores more, two more runs per game with Judge in the lineup than without, which, if you marinate in that, is just absolutely unbelievable. So, uh, you know, why do you feel that this team has been struggling? You know, Stanton, 5 for 52. A, a batting average of 0.096, DJ Donaldson on occasion, Rizzo. You know, what's the feel of the locker room or, or the clubhouse right now? Like, why do you feel like it's like, it's not just one, it's like, it's it's a plethora of guys that are struggling. What do you attest it to? Certainly, it would be easier to go through the few players that have been performing well this month because there's, there's only a handful of them. And, and Billy McKinney, a guy who was a non-roster invitee this spring who was in AAA for the first chunk of the season, he's been their best player. Uh, you've seen flashes from other guys like Isaiah Kiner-Falefa and even Anthony Volpe starting to maybe turn a little bit of a corner here since his uh, chicken parm conversation with a uh, former teammate and, and Yankees prospect Austin Wells down in AA. But you, you started to say it there. It, it's the veterans. It's the, the guys making a whole lot of money who have – performed pretty consistently throughout their careers that are aging stars that just haven't been performing at the worst possible time. And if, if judge goes down and Stanton went on a hot streak or Josh Donaldson recaptured some of his old former MVP form, Stanton's another former MVP, DJ LeMay, he was a two time batting champion, a guy that can lead the league in batting average. And he's having one of the worst seasons, if not the worst season of his career. You wonder how healthy these guys are as much as they say they're healthy. You wonder when they're going to start to produce as much as, and to answer your question, how it is in the clubhouse. Everyone in there seems to be confident and, and optimistic that this team is capable of weathering the storm and getting through this. And that goes all the way up to Al Steinbrenner, who spoke at the owners' meetings earlier this month, and Brian Cashman, who did his second presser with reporters in the in the dugout before a game of the season, which I've only covered the team for a couple of years, but I think that's pretty rare and, and a testament to where this club is at. Now you wonder what they're going to do with the trade deadline, which is not too far away. And do you want to really add a ton to a team that is a sub 500 club without judge right now? And you think that these guys will start to produce, but they're putting a lot of pressure on the pitching staff. And like you said, yesterday was the perfect example. If, if Severino gives up a run, if the bullpen falters, this was the only way that the Yankees were going to win that game. They had four hits. McKinney hit the home run, and that was the extent of their offense. 
So um, you mentioned uh, Hal Steinbrenner. He was on uh, with the Michael K. Show uh, earlier this w- this week. Which, by the way, I, I've I've got the uh, the game in London that's about to uh, to take off with the Cubs and the Cardinals. And Michael K. is is calling the game with Alex Rodriguez. Just FYI. Um, and Hal said, you know, I don't understand why Yankee fans are are so upset. We're, we're not even at the halfway mark. You know, the All Star break. We haven't even reached the trade de- trade deadline. A lot of our stars uh, have not been able to suit up this season because of injury. Uh, if the season was to end today, we would still make it into the playoffs uh, as a wild card. Why are Yankee fans so upset? Um, well, there's. I'm sure Yankee fans have a lot of um, would would love to respond to that in a variety of ways. Uh, but nonetheless, we put out a poll yesterday when the news broke that Aaron Judge has a torn ligament in his toe. Should the Yankees be buyers or sellers at the trade deadline? And unbelievable, Joe, our producer, just uh, shared the results with us. Um, 82% said sellers. 82% of Yankee fans, they had six hours to vote on this, Max, said they should be sellers at the trade deadline. Um, What do you think Brian Cashman and the front office are going to do? Well, they haven't been sellers in a long time. And as much as maybe it has been a an ugly first half of the season so far with a lot of glaring concerns. I mean, you look at the standings, and they are in the postseason picture right now. These last couple of days, they've almost fallen out of it, depending on the team that's, you know, jockeying for position with them in the wild card race. But, you know, when, when I do these kinds of interviews, as much as it is early in the season, I like to bring up what, what the Phillies did last year, and that's a, an 87-win team, a club that underperformed during the regular season. But all it takes is a ticket to the dance. And they were able to get to the playoffs, and look what happened. They got all the way to the World Series. They, they leaned on their good players, and their, their pitching staff got hot at the right time. Their offense was playing well. They were healthy enough to get to that point. And they almost won a championship despite a regular season that, that didn't live up to their expectations. So you're looking at a Yankees team that, on paper, if everyone gets healthy towards the end of the season, they have what it takes to win a championship, whether the fans believe that or not. I think so, and that means that Carlos Rodon comes back and he's an ace. Luis Severino, maybe yesterday was a sign that he's going to be an ace-caliber pitcher for the rest of the way. Can Nestor Cortez come back from his injury? And there you go. That's a a four-man starting rotation that's one of the best in the league with Garrett Cole. If everyone is playing well, it's in the best bullpen in the league. It's an offense that has stars that just haven't been performing. Maybe Volpe takes a step forward. Maybe Judge comes back and he's healthy down the stretch. But that's a lot of ifs. Anita, and, and I think that if you make a couple deals to address that club at the trade deadline, maybe it pushes them over the edge, but it's a significant risk because you look at what they did at last summer's trade deadline. The majority of those deals, if not all of them, did not work out for the Yankees, and they sacrificed quite a bit of talent in their farm system, and, and it didn't result in their ultimate goal, which is a, a World Series or, or even a World Series appearance. So Cashman and the Yankees need to – weigh their options here and think of the future beyond this year and also hey maybe if we add a left fielder maybe things will be better down the stretch but I mean again Billy McKinney has been their best player I think that he's he's earned a quite a runway out in left field in addition to you know Jake Bowers and Isaiah Kainer-Falefa playing in the outfield a little bit more so a lot of questions for this team to answer but they are in the playoff picture and I think that they're in the best division in baseball so for them to just weather the storm and, and be staying afloat like this it's still a little bit impressive with all the injuries, but they're certainly not playing to their potential right now. Max, last question for you. Let's just say, hypothetically speaking, um, this team misses the playoffs. 
uh, and does not even get in as a wild card. Uh, let's say that this team does get in as a wild card, uh, but loses early. Um, already right now, I was feeling calls yesterday in, in regard to, you know, Cashman and Booney. They've got to lose their jobs. Steinbrenner came out again, spoke with Michael K, the Michael K show earlier this week and said that uh, he has the utmost confidence in Cashman and Booney. Uh, what, what do you think? How safe are their jobs, Max? Well, if they don't make the playoffs, I think heads will certainly roll. That is, that's the worst possible scenario. But as we've seen in recent years, I mean, if they're able to get to the ALCS and, and the excuse of the injuries and, and certain players not performing to their potential, I'm not sure if that would be uh, enough of a, a recourse to, to really clean up shop and, and let a couple people go. I know that that's what fans have been clamoring for these last couple of years. I'll, I'll take the, the devil's advocate side just for argument's sake. You know, the grass isn't always greener on the other side, as much as maybe it's frustrating to hear what Aaron Boone says in, in press conferences. The players really love playing for him, and he defends his guys. As much as Cashman hasn't made the right moves, he's made a lot of moves, and there have been some great moves that he's made over the last few years that – Maybe don't get enough uh, publicity like the, the Clay Holmes trade, the Wandy Peralta trade. He's, he's made some under-the-radar moves, but, again, not all of them have been great. So everyone deserves criticism. I think that the, the criticism should go from Steinbrenner at the top and, and the money that he's investing to Cashman, to the moves, to Boone and the decisions during games, to the players and how they're performing, all the way down, top to bottom. And then certainly if they don't make the playoffs or they, they fall significantly short of their goal then you know it, it's certainly possible that heads will roll but again that's that's many months from now it's certainly possible that they can turn things around but that requires quite a bit of of hope and optimism and and positivity regarding a team that's that's not playing to that level right now max great stuff uh your debut on 98.7 espn was a huge success to the point that we are going to want you back my friend uh max goodman you could uh, find his work at nj.com as well as the star ledger and definitely stay tuned dr robert friedman is going to be joining us in about 15 minutes uh podiatric uh with uh, columbia uh hospital and uh we'll get some more insight from that him dr friedman specializing in these type of injuries. So you definitely want to stay tuned for that. Max, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday fun day. Uh, we will take your calls next. 800-919-3776. Israel in Queens, you will be first up. Let's talk some Yankees right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. 800-919-3776. We're going to hear from Dr. Robert Friedman in just a second, but uh, let's take some calls. Israel in Queens, as I said, you're first up. Welcome in. Yeah, hi. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I'm, I'm 75 and a long and a lifetime Yankee fan, and have lived through the ups and downs, mostly ups during that time. And it's, we're now in a period of, I think, the, the Yankee leadership, Boone, Chapman, uh, Steinbrenner, have their heads in the sand. They've been constructed poorly for years. That's why they can't get over the hump to actually win the, the American League uh, championship and can't get to the World Series. They don't have contact hitters. I think to, to keep marching out the same people and think you're going to get a better result because in past years they could is not being realistic. 
This guy Donaldson can't hit the side of a barn. He's batting less than 130. The Yankee team is 29th, 29th in the majors in batting and 28th in the majors in getting on base. Uh, they, they don't have professional hitters. And then he go ahead and and pinch hits Donaldson for the one guy on the team that's for, for kind of Pelepi who's actually making contact. It, it's, it makes no sense what goes on there. And you have a, 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 uh, a shortstop who's a great kid, but, you know, he can't make contact. you got to make contact. This thing with launch angle and, and all this analysis. And then if a player gets hot, they sit him down because – Statistics say he needs to sit every day. That's crazy. How do you sit Stanton? You got to hope he gets hot. These guys are streak hitters. You, you can't. And Stanton doesn't even play the field except once in a blue moon. What is he tired from? Striking out or going, walking from the dugout to, to the plate? That's crazy. Um, Israel, uh, great call, and I'm sure a lot of Yankee fans feel the same way you do. Uh, again, the Yankees, 22nd in home runs, last in runs, last in batting average, uh, last in on-base percentage, and 27th in slugging percentage. Uh, that's how uh, bad this uh, this lineup has been. Uh, let's go to Artie in Brooklyn. Artie, welcome in. Hey, Anita. Thanks for taking the call. Congrats on the uh, match play. You know, I was gonna before oh, I talk you. about the Mets. Yeah, before I talk about the Mets, I, I was thinking that one of the things that you could make a major, an add a major match play. So it's more like the Europe, um, the, the um, when they play against each other, you think the countries. I think like that would add some kind of excitement as far as like a baseball, basketball, like mano a mano instead of just doing the scoring. But I don't know if that would come into play as, as a major. But, all right, it's just, just up for discussion. I mean, it would be exciting to see one of the um, live players versus the PGA players in a match play in, in a championship major. Um, as far as the Mets, I'm, let's see the Yankee fans. They, they, I, I understand that's, their whole thing is a health issue. Their team is good, and they're going to make the playoffs. It's all about health. But the Mets, when they're constructed – and they spend all this money, and they lose their best reliever, and the GM just sits there. And then they try to sign Correa for, um, because they know their lineup doesn't have protection for Alonzo. And they just they lose. All right, they made them. Thank God they didn't get Correa. But they didn't make any moves with that. And then they lose starting pitching. They didn't make any moves. What did they think that was going to happen? They won 100 games last year. That was like fool's gold. That, I mean, did they, were they 80? Wouldn't the team know? But they weren't a playoff team last year the way they were. Look what happened in the, in the Atlanta game, in the Atlanta series, and in San Diego. They just choked on it. They spit the bit like you said. So they needed help. They needed additions. And that GM didn't do that. I wouldn't trust this guy. This guy last year brought in Bankabout and Ruff, and now he's making moves for profit. The only guy he knows is the Angels. All he trades with is California. He doesn't know anything else. And I'm hoping that these pitchers, I wouldn't let this guy make one move. I just went to the, I played out, went to this guy, get rid of him, bring in that Milwaukee guy, and start over. I mean, you know, at least we got Cohen. We know we're going to spend money. We know that whole wish list of Altani, it was just, make, I mean, it's not happening. It's just not going to happen. I wouldn't even trust the guy to make the trade anyway. All right, thanks, Anita. Appreciate it. 
You got it. Uh, you know, it's it's pretty interesting. Artie's on to something here, right? Uh, like the Mets, just as bad, if not worse. I had Rob Dibble filled in for Dan Grouse on Friday. I had Rob Dibble on my show. I asked him, if you had money down to, to wager on what New York team would make it into the postseason, who would it be? He said the Yankees. Uh, the Mets did beat the Phillies yesterday. Uh, Rob Robertson uh, delivering just like Clay Holmes did for the Yankees uh, in the eighth uh, held on for the win Max Scherzer by the way if you recall yesterday told you over six and a half strikeouts well he had eight in six innings Uh, he hasn't lost since May 8th so you know every time Max now that he's kind of in his groove every time Max is on the bump Mets pretty much win but outside of that boy uh, it's uh, it has not been good for the Mets Carrasco on the bump today for them uh, another game against the Phillies. He's two and three with a six three four ERA. Going up against Zach Wheeler, who's six and four with a three four eight. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, but obviously, I, the story is the Yankees. Always is, unfortunately, and I have a feeling always will. We come back. We're going to get the doctor on to kick off hour number two to find out. Uh, let's be more in the know. Let's get smarter in regard to Aaron Judge's injury. We'll do that next here on ninety eight point seven ESPN.